Welcome to the Sound Centric Podcast. I am Madam Dash, and today we are joined by one of the best rappers you will literally ever hear, Chicago's yeah. own KO. Yeah. Thank you for coming to the show. Man, thank you, brother. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. His album. I appreciate your Thank you. His album is Until His Burial, and to, was this felt like a surprise release, like a kind of, I saw one that you posted, like I'm dropping soon. Like that, what yeah. went into that? Not even I'm dropping soon. I said I'm dropping tomorrow. Yeah, okay. I want to make sure I got that right. Maybe tonight, actually. Yeah. I, I think I said coming at midnight. Um, Definitely surprised. Uh, we wanted to do a mixtape, man. Like, we wanted to... We were just talking. We started the year, started 2023 with the project. And it was just this grandiose thing. It was a release party. It was merch. It was like gift boxes for everybody mm -hmm. that came. It was like just this big thing. Um, and it took out really like the latter half of my 2022 and the first quarter of my 2023. And I met with my producer third and it's like, we were just both kind of like, that's not what hip hop is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like say that shit for the pop artists. Like hip hop is making a great song and the people are able to get it in like mm -hmm. no time flat. You know what I'm saying? There's this Lil Wayne clip where he was he was talking to the rappers and he like, y'all acting like these singers. You um, you won't go to the studio till you got a hook, till you got a subject, till you got... And I play that clip all the time, bro, because it's one of my favorite yeah. clips. Um, and that's where we were at. Like, that clip could have been played at the beginning of the project because that's where we were at with it. We're like, bro, spending six months on a rollout and this, that, and the third for one project, like, that makes no sense. We making the music is going to be greater than everything else that you're getting. So it's going to stand on its own mm -hmm. and we're just going to let it speak for itself. If we're going to drop and then we're going to do it again, then do it again, then do it again. And that's yeah. the formula. That kind of reminds yeah. me of something I heard Rick Rubin say recently, because he was talking about people having writer's block and that mm -hmm. the key to that isn't necessarily step away and experience life. It can be, but you could also right. just look at music sometimes as like a straight journal entry and just say, this is for mm -hmm. me right now. No, right. I'm not going to worry about like what other people are going to think about it. And that kind of gets you yep. back in that mode of like, okay, now I'm ready to make some stuff that I'm ready for others to hear. Absolutely. Yeah. I never, I don't want to jinx myself, knock on wood, but I never get writer's block ever. And there's rappers, I won't, of course, mention them, but there's rappers that call me um, often, like really often, like, man, what's the, what's the secret to doing this, to doing that, to doing that? Um, in fact, I was at a uh, an event. I was at this concert at Fem Dot Show. Actually, I was at Fem Dot right. Show, and yeah, one of my homies know. asked. It wasn't Fem Dot, but um, they asked me. They were like, "Bro, how do you continue to have the output that you have without the quality lacking?" And I was like, "I can't remember the last time I lied in my raps. Like, told even the yeah. slightest white lie. Like, it sounds." It sounds really good, but if you really break down the words, I don't even be saying that the net. Like, it's my regular yeah. life. I talk about makeups, you know what I'm saying? Breakups, relationships, yeah. my mom, my dad, my sister. You, you, even on a project, I think it's the intro where, like, I talk. No, it's uh, No Remorse. I think I talk about me and my sister used to uh -huh. always get into it. And it's like, on paper, it's like, who raps about that? But it sounds good if you know yeah. what you're doing. So that's that's been my formula yeah. since inception. For real, for well, I know you're you're also a Cole stan, and I mean that's the reason why I love Cole, just because he says stuff that like really everyone can relate to, and like he gets flamed yeah. for folding clothes. But I can imagine if I'm married, like why folding clothes would be such a dope song, 
And yeah, absolutely. Hell yeah. That's like those little small conveniences, bro. Like I, I talk about luxuries and it's like we all like as rappers, we're all looking for a million dollars, a billion dollars, this, mm-hmm. that, and the third. And we see Hove and shit, but it's like, I think, I bet Hove will tell you the greatest part of his life is the fact that he can wake up and not have to do laundry, not have to clean a single thing, no dishes, can eat whatever you want. Like, that's really yeah. what we're going for. So a song like Folding Clothes and the music that I make, it's like, it's talking about those luxuries that nobody really thinks about. Yeah. And that's why it kind of rises to the top because the cream always rises to the top it's like that's why those songs and those verses from me always tend to rise to the top of what's going on because it's like it's those luxuries that you don't really yeah. think about but it's damn ko loki talking like damn i want to do that you know yeah. what i'm saying like you got the freckled face rolly that you're rapping about i forget freckled what face rolly. so you know what's funny that was a that was a joke on myself the joke <laughs> is I don't know if you noticed, but diamonds are like, if they're fake, they're really like cloudy and like yeah. spotty. That was the joke. Oh, the like, freckle, okay. Freckle, yeah. Uh, I got you. Not diamonds. And it's so funny because my producer like tweaked off that line, like, eee! And I'm like, <laughs> this is going to work so well because it's going to sound like I'm saying like a, a bust flex, down road. Yeah. But anybody that knows me knows that I will preach against a bust down road 10 days out of 10. Like it's it's just pointless. I don't like the way it looks and it depreciates the value. So yeah. it's zero out of two points for me. Um <laughs> so yeah, that freckle face was like when we used to buy the fake watches from the you know, like from yeah. the Arabs in the middle of the mall and shit. That was that line. But yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> That's hilarious. I mean, That's so I mean hilarious. I have a bracelet sometimes, I have no watch. But yeah, man. I got on this bro, this little Joint, this shit was five dollars, bro. Oh, it shows the time. It's got a leather strap. We'll take it. You feel me? It works. Well, it to, works. Get, to get into how we usually start this show, we usually do a playlist title of the week, kind of just express how we're feeling, how we're doing. So I told you this before the show to get you prepared. But what song is kind of mm-hmm. highlighting how you're feeling right now? Oof, um, it's crazy because you did tell me and I somehow forgot, but I think I remember. Um, Asar. Yeah, yeah. Um, Poster Child. Poster Child. There we a go. Star poster child. <laughs> I was listening to it like two days ago, so I chose yeah. that. He told me yeah, that uh, my... you're the reason why he got the choir on his album. Ooh, that's high praise. I'm not the reason, but I was the conduit to make it happen. So okay. he used my church's choir. Yeah. And I'm a Muslim, so I know that just sounded crazy. Yeah. But I'm like a Christian Muslim. Like I go to church every other Sunday. Yeah. And then a mosque every other Sunday. Um, and he used my church's choir on there. So I was the conduit, but it was his idea yeah, for yeah. sure. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, for me, yeah, so. my title of the week is Andrew Kelly Ain't Enough, produced by Styx. Um, if you know Andrew yeah. Kelly, this guy raps mm-hmm. like his ass off. Yeah. His, I got to tap in. I, it sounds familiar. I think we follow each other on Twitter. It sounds like extremely familiar. You'll hear this guy. He's got like the J.I.D. Lil, he's definitely inspired by Lil Wayne. He's got the J.I.D. style where... It's, I can't explain it to you here, and you're like, "Yeah, that's a this kid's killing it." Yeah, but yeah. Okay, bet. I feel like I, he, he's white, right? Yeah. I know exactly who you talking. He's got about. a really specific voice. Yep, I know exactly. Yeah, yeah. We follow each other on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I definitely know him. Shout Andrew. But to get into a, a fun topic to start things off, so I know you are a Hove stand. You just came out with a change of clothes freestyle. Which, yeah. a fun part about hip-hop is that 
like I'm 22. So I'm listening to Jay-Z. Like I'm going back in time listening to all these Jay-Z songs. So I found out that Change Clothes is not a well-received song, but I I love that song because I'm coming from the perspective yeah. of I'm just like going through the Black Album. I'm like, oh, this is a great song. Yeah, yeah. Change Clothes. Uh, it's so funny because I got into not a debate, but um, he replied to my tweet. Um, B dot dude that does the yeah. year end list. It was like a minute yeah. ago, like his maybe five sucks. years. It's yeah, his, his list be awful. All due respect, B dot. Um, <laughs> Great journalist, but not. I was saying like how how good of an album um, the black album. black album is, and I said it's like a perfect album. Yeah. Um, and then he replied, uh, saying like all except change clothes, and that was my first time ever hearing that people didn't like change clothes. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. Like that shit just like Pharrell went crazy on that shit. It's like crazy. Insane. Like I'll beat the yeah, gym going bar for bar with that one, which I don't get. Maybe yeah, it's because the beat is more upbeat than the rest of the album is, but I have no clue why. Beat is hard though. Like, the, like you know it. what it is, bro. Niggas aren't cool, and it's a very funny <laughs> sentence to say. But people like no bullshit. Like I have these arguments with. Oh wait, can I curse on here? Yeah. Okay, bet. I have these arguments with like rap peers and stuff of like where the disconnect is specifically with what we were talking about um uh, off air with like the chicago sound yeah and i say well the reason it doesn't really graduate past the level and everyone disagrees with me on this but i'll die. like i'm like that meme with the one dude um going to get like all those people yeah, yeah, surrounding yeah, yeah. him and shit. yeah i am that when it comes to this bro i think that human beings consumers artists whatever you are are like there's very few cool people in the world and i don't mean cool like high school musical yeah, you know yeah. what i'm saying like cool table in the lanes i mean people that actually live life worth living and that sounds so crazy that's so bogus to say but like live like do things you know what i'm saying like do activities go on dates um go out of town go to different countries different states different things it's like people don't live enough mm -hmm. um so certain music it's like you have to be living for it's a resonate with you. Yeah. And I feel like that's why you'll see a song and it's like, to you, it's like, dog, this song sounds like the theme song to the last vacation I went on. Uh -huh. But to a person that's never been out of their basement, and I don't mean that condescendingly, like there's people yeah. that just play video games all day, go to work, come home, pay their bill, and just call it a day. So change clothes, that luxury ass, like I can't relate yeah. to that. So I think that be the disconnect. Yeah, and I think music is best formed through experiences. So like you said, playing video games can be an experience. A lot of people, that's how they were playing Xbox and they're bumping like Logic or something, and right. that's how they got into music. But for example, exactly. one of my favorite albums of the year was um, K. Tremine. And a lot of people mm -hmm. didn't love the album because it didn't end up sounding as summery as it was supposed to sound. But I was on mm -hmm. a trip after graduating in Europe. So like when I think of that album, like it just kind of was the soundtrack to my trip. So I just love the album yep. and have a great experience right. with it. Right. Facts. That's how music is. Drake has a great quote where I don't even know if this is an actual quote, but I use this like, you know, like where they have the picture and they put the quote over the picture and shit. Um, it was this quote that I believe came from him, but he was just talking about how like, um, what was it? Damn, I feel like LeBron James right now when he said, oh, yeah, that's my favorite saying. Uh, <laughs> damn, what was the shit? Oh, he was saying that like I didn't like basically my music didn't change. Like you don't love or hate who I am now, you just like miss those experiences that you were going through at that time. But the music is progressing, it's good. Like I can't give you back that experience. I can only give you new music. Yeah. Um, so that's that's kind of the same point that you're making there.
Yeah. And to give you another quote I love that, to your top point about being cool, that Tyler the Creator mm-hmm. said is like my favorite thing. Tyler the Creator was like, it's not mm-hmm. cool, like the high school musical type of cool. Being cool is like yeah. not caring about what others think about you and like doing your passion. So he was explaining right. how one of his friends um, loves like anime or something. And he's like, I love hearing him mm-hmm. nerd out about anime. Like that's so cool to me that he loves that. And like for me, right. like, my brother's a doctor and hearing him nerd out about science, like it's fun hearing like how interesting, like yeah. I don't love it, but like it's so cool seeing him do that. And I think he right. appreciates me nerding out about music. And I'm like, yo, watch this music video, like see what happens right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, facts. Facts, bro. That's the beauty of life. Like, if you just be yourself, bro, like, accept your own and be yourself, it's like, that. that's the secret to a fulfilled life. Like, it's people that, like, look at me so crazy because of how much I love coffee. Like, I can drink coffee at any time of day, before yeah. bed, in the middle of the night, in the morning, before afternoon. Like, bro, it's, it's, I love it. I lo- It's like my favorite thing. And it's like, there is nobody that could take me off of that hill. And it sounds crazy, but one day I'm going to sign a $100 million deal with some coffee company. And then the kids are going to be like, oh, damn, I need to get into coffee. And it's like, no, you're not getting the point. You need to get into whatever the hell you, you love like, and yeah. find a way to make that, you know, like to monetize that. Like, that's what, that's the thing. That's that cool yeah. shit. Like, don't chase what what someone else made successful because you're not going to make it as successful as I did because you don't genuinely love this thing. Yeah. If if Phil's Coffee, I was going to say Starbucks, but they would have got me up out of here. <laughs> if Phil's Coffee or like Dunkin' Donuts or some shit like gave me a bag, the amount of endorsing I would do for that company would be astronomical because they've never met a person that drinks coffee like me. But yeah. it's like, I don't know if you're a coffee drinker, but let's say you're not. Okay, well, I'm not going to you, or I will, but let's say you weren't one, it wouldn't translate this. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. it wouldn't translate the same. So, yeah, that's why to you, need that that, point. you need proper advertisers. They say that for like podcasts. Like, I, if I came on this podcast and I started sponsoring like a dog food, it'd be like, that doesn't really line up with the hip hop exactly, people. Yeah, at all. But if like Able- <laughs> if Ableton reached out to me to sponsor, it's like, oh, I could actually do that because the listeners will yeah. probably be interested in what Ableton yeah. has to offer, something like that. There you go. Yeah. Mm hmm. So I have a question for you, because a big thing happened for you, because you are a Muslim, and this guy's obviously one of the best rappers ever. Jay Electronica followed you. So first, tell me your initial reaction. Yo, I'm going to bring y'all in on this. I screamed, first of all. My producer cried, no bullshit. And he's going to hate me saying that, but I don't care. I'm saying it. (laughs) Like, actual tears. And I I was on the phone with one of my homies. And I was actually not even trying to go on Instagram. I was trying to go on Twitter and my Instagram tab was open and I go to it and it reloads. Um, and I see a blue check, but you know, everybody got a blue check now because yeah. they pay, you know, like with the meta thing. Yeah. So it was like, okay, cool. Whatever. Um, but something about this blue check, it just looked a little bit different. So I swipe back to Instagram like, wait, was that a celebrity that just followed me? And sure enough, it says J Electronica liked your reel and then right above it it says started following you from your reel and i literally i was screaming at my homie like what what's going on what's going on and i live i'm not gonna say where i live but i live somewhere where if i start like something could have been going terribly awry so that was you know i'm saying their first reaction um and i'm like hey i gotta hit you back and i called third you know i'm saying called my producer and he just man bro just got emotional because on another conversation, we could talk about just how much we really 
put into this shit for the last decade, bro, that a lot of people didn't see. And we got a lot of no's, like a lot. In fact, we got nothing but no's. I don't think we've ever been told yes one time with anything we were trying to do yeah. with anybody. Um, and we finally just decided to do it ourselves. And like, it's, it's really starting to bear some fruit. So that shit was crazy. Man, you're giving me chills. I mean, I know to give you a similar experience for me that that happened recently. Because with the podcast, it's a lot of looking at numbers and comparing yourself. And it could definitely yeah. suck a lot of the times. And I saw, I tweeted something about Jordan Ward and he retweeted me. And like, I just clicked on it. And I'm like, wait, does he follow me? And like, he didn't say you have a new follower. I'm like, how long has he been following me that I didn't notice that like my artist yeah. of the year followed me? And I was like, right. yelling at my, I was yelling in my house. My mom's like, what's up? And then I couldn't really explain it because she doesn't know who Jordan Ward is. Yeah, she don't know. Yeah. <laughs> And I always say an artist is like my favorite artist, but like he was literally my number one last year. And I'm like, he actually follows me. That's crazy. That's amazing, bro. I love that. I love to hear that. Yeah, That's we're amazing. winning out here. Congrats, dude. So I have, of I have, thank you. I have a question as a Jay Z fan too. A written testimony mm -hmm. is that a collab album or is that a Jay Electronica album? You know what? <laughs> that is that is a collab album to me. Like I say, yeah. And it's so funny because the way that I was telling my, like, to your point, my mom doesn't, like, she knows the name Jay Electronica just because she's a Muslim. Yeah. But, like, if she walked past them at CVS seven times, she wouldn't stop one. She'd have no yeah. clue who she was walking past, except the fact that he got that big-ass 5% chain. But other than that, <laughs> she'd have no clue. Yeah. Um, I believe that's the 5%. Oh, God, please, Muslims, don't attack me if that's <laughs> something. But I do believe that's the 5% chain. But the star, seven, all yeah. of that. Um, regardless, it's Supreme Wisdom. Let's just say that, Supreme Wisdom chain. Anyway, um, the way I was explaining to her who Jay Electronic is, her favorite rapper ever, aside from me, is Jay-Z. So I was like, he's the guy that dropped a collab album with Jay-Z. And then she started tweaking out. So yes, that's a collab album, for sure. Yeah, I always had the for issue. Sure. I'm like, you didn't drop an album for 10 years that was supposed to come out. And then you give the first verse on your finally mm -hmm. released album to a different yeah. person. I'm like, your voice had to be oh. the first voice that came in. But it was a great album. I know, right? Yeah. It's so funny because I had an advert or an opposite kind of response because the first voice technically, the first verse was Jay-Z, but the first voice was Minister Farrakhan. Okay. And I tweaked yeah. out, bro. Like, you hear the music, it's like violins and shit. And then his voice, and, I'm, and I know his voice, like, I know his sound patterns from anywhere like before yeah. he even starts talking i know the <clears throat> like i know like he has yeah, a very yeah. distinct talking pattern so i was like oh like it was yeah. like that video where uh where dj academics like tweaks out at Drake's yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 that's what it was the astro that video is insane like, <laughs> yeah like, it was dead that. I was on oh God. He's like, yo, you a grown ass man. But that's how I was in the crib. Niggas like, yo, you a grown ass man. But I was tweaking. Yeah. But yeah, Bro, that, that, that was crazy. That's me listening to like the off season with the hidden features. Even though I knew Cole, I'm like, come on, see what, what's oh, he God. coming? What's facts. he coming with? <laughs> facts, facts. Well, to finally get into your album, which, as I said before, we logged on. Like, it's it's fucking great. This is a good Thank ass you. album. So it's called Until His Burial. I know you're big on album names having sentences. What yes. went into the title for this one? Damn, how'd you know that? Before I answer your question. Yo, you're, you're KO. We have to now. Hit you with a little Nardwar. That's like a that's like an actual thing with me. Like, it's on my vision board. Like, no title will ever not be a 
coherent, complete sentence. I just want to say, so as, as someone doing interviews, that was the best response. That you're the first person to finally be like, how do you know that? So sick. Yeah. That's like, like, I know you know that it was a sentence, but to say that you like doing sentences, sentences, that's like, damn, how'd you know that? Hey, we yeah. got some more coming. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yes, I do like all of my project titles. And I got to be clear, um, it's a mixtape, not an album. But yes. um, I do like all of my project titles to be sentences. Um, I'm forgetting the question now. What was the question? Uh, just like, what's the meaning of the title for you? Oh, right. I thought so, but I was like, nah, yeah, that's yeah. not what he just asked. Okay. Uh, until his burial. Very simple meaning, actually. So, long story less long, the project was titled John 19. Um, it's a passage in the Bible. Um, and basically, Christians don't fight me. Somewhere in there, um, I don't know who is saying it, but he's saying I am finished. Or it is finished. That's the quote. Okay. It's it is finished. And it's not Jesus. I'm like 80% sure that it's not Jesus. I believe it's like, maybe, I don't know, John. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm Jewish. You can, you can make up any answer right now. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I'll just say anybody. I'll just say some guy named John, um, since it's called John 19. But anyways, he's, he's saying, no, it's Paul, I think. I think it's go. Paul. And okay. he's saying, it is finished. Um, basically saying, like, give it all up to God. Like, you know, like my translation of it or my understanding of it is like throw your hands up and like just kind of be like, I am doing whatever God wants me to do. And I will be successful in all that I do because I only do what God wants me to do. And that is spoke to me um, when I had heard it. So I was like, I want to call the project John 19. And then my producer was like, nah, that's too vague. And it's like, Corny almost because people use Bible titles, you know what I'm saying? Scriptures yeah, yeah. and shit. Like, nah, we're not doing that. So I'm like, what are we gonna um like title it then? He said, read John 19 and see what sentence stands out to you since you like sentences. Like That's that. why you yeah. just speak me out. Yeah. Cause I'm like, wow, like how'd you know that? He was like, since you like sentences, find a sentence that stands out to you. And we both start like he's reading it to me on FaceTime, and damn near the first passage in one of the parts is like Something, something, something until his burial. He was like, there, it is. there you go. It's done. It's done. That is that is the title. And it I was feel that. Like, since the- I feel like there's some other artists, like mainstream artists. I heard a story that the producer was like, go through a book and just put your finger down. And like, that's the name. I wish I could find the example at the top of my head. That's but it was, it was someone that like, just flipping the dictionary and like point to something. And like, yeah. that's what the title is. That's dangerous though. What if it lands on some nut ass shit? Yeah. Or like Nazi Germany or something. Yeah, yeah, they meant a lot. I don't know. They might have <laughs> put, put their <laughs> finger down and like kept going and see what lands yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kept moving that shit. Yeah. But that's how West Side Gun chooses his titles for sure. I don't know how. Sure. I, I don't get his, his whole Hitler, <laughs> Hitler thing. Hitler <laughs> See, it's He's hard for incredible. me because like, I'm Jewish, but I'm like, it's, I love West Side Gun. Yeah. It's my whole yeah, thing. Yeah, you like. I've always wondered, like, because I can't put like we don't have like with black this is about to get really dark and grim. But with okay. um like you all have like a like Jews have like you have a targeting with like who did what they did. It's like Adolf Hitler. It's like you're clear. Yeah. With black it's like we don't have a name, it's just like Yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. I get what you You know mean. what I'm saying? So it's like I wonder what title would like just piss black like you named that shit what? Like Sir John Hawkins oh, or some shit. David Maybe Duke. Christopher Columbus. Yeah. Some shit, like I don't know. Yeah, but I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's an interesting conversation. 
yeah. It was like fucking Kanye. Yeah. Kanye was my the picture of him, the life of Pablo, was my back screen for so long. And my friends are like, mm-hmm. when are you gonna change that? I'm like, I don't know. He made late registration, and like, I don't know what to do about it. Yeah. I changed man. the call though. We got to, we got to another yeah. artist. Man, Ye is one of those ones. Like that's the definition. This is why I always argue with rappers, bro. Because it's like y'all be like, man, it's too sensitive. Like it's the Dave Chappelle thing. Like is. Is climate really too sensitive or are you just not great at what you do? That's the, like, I know you're talking about, this, you know what I'm saying? There's a Cat Williams video where he's talking about cancel culture and he's like, mm-hmm. if you're saying something, they get so many people to not want to do it. It's not cancel culture. It's the, it's like a democracy. People are saying, we do not want to hear right. that information. So instead of complaining exactly. about it, it's like, you're probably doing something that is not that good. You're probably not great at it. And it's like the people who do go against it they find a way to go against it in such a weaving way and it's like i feel like yay lost his ability to weave through because he always was kind of like uh, yeah. insane of like he yeah. he got on tv that george bush don't like black people you know what i'm saying like he yeah. always was one of, but he always had a way of weaving it where you couldn't really say anything about yeah. like even with the taylor swift thing it was like it was crazy but then after he was like yeah it it Forced us to have a conversation about racism at the Grammys, racism at the VMAs. Like, it forced a conversation. Um, I feel like Kanye was just, as a young Kanye, he was just such a, like, you could tell he's a very kind person. And yeah, I think, so, like, the, his mom passes away, and then he does the Taylor thing, so maybe there was some sympathy with that. But now it's just right. like, I don't know, you're doing, you're being a lot. Yeah, yeah, you definitely doing some, and you just have to be wise. Like, it's certain... You can always hear something of what he's saying of like, oh, a conversation needs to happen. But it's like, that's like a conversation needs to happen. Not a, you know what I mean? Like just a a total berating. But I also don't know what he mentally goes through. And I don't know what all he's been taught. And I'm big on information and misinformation. And some people genuinely have just been taught wrong. Like no bullshit. And it's like, they they don't have no horse in a race. They genuinely believe that this is the truth and this is what it is. And it's like, so they'll just kind of spew that. And it's like, they don't have no hate for it. No. In fact, I have this friend who is white. Um, in fact, he's Jewish. I have this friend who's Jewish and like, yeah. And he, um, he used to, in fact, this is an off air conversation. I'll, I'll tell you, but he used to say something. All the time. And like one day I just had to tell him like, hey, you know, that's just wild as hell. And he genuinely was like, bro, I grew up around nothing but black people like in the hip hop coat. Like that's just what we was on. Like I never heard like nobody has ever told me I'm wild and for saying this. So I just kept saying it. And yeah. I've said it around people much more threatening than you and nothing happened. So it's like and yeah. it just kind of forced me to be like, damn, if somebody don't check it, then why would you even think to? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Stop. Like, West Side Gun, not going to stop naming them shit that unless somebody be like, yeah. hey, we don't like this. We're not buying that shit, bro. Yeah, I saw an argument on Twitter that was like someone saying their grandmother was racist and people were like, why didn't you say something to her? And it's like, you can't tell an old person. Like, they know their beliefs and like, they get, <laughs> yeah. bro, like they get fooled online. Like, my parents have shown me stuff. I'm like, that's not real. And they're like, oh, I thought this was real. It's really easy to be right. tricked. Absolutely, Which, bro. It's a whole Very different easy. conversation that like. Yeah. Total different conversation. That's why I say we'll talk about it off yeah. here. Because well, it would be like an hour and a half. To get right back into the album, I want to say that I wrote you a song, sounds like an intro. Like, I love wow. that you picked that beat. And I love how you started it because sometimes albums miss that now with 
the way you want to line mm -hmm. your your album up, just so like the first song's the best song and stream wise. Yeah. But I like how you right. chose a song that had a specific intro feel to it. What did yeah. you go into that song saying? I want to talk about this. Like this, this is the first bar of it. Like this is gonna yeah. kind of describe what this album uh, will be. I'm going to lose genius points here, but that actually was not supposed to be the intro at wow. first. That was just a, yeah, it we made it like the. My producer made it the intro after the fact, but um, it was the first song done, though, out of all of those songs. So in theory, it was the intro, but I didn't go into it making an intro. Yeah. Um, but when I made that song, so basically this mixtape happened because I had a drop, like on my phone right here, I have a Dropbox full of like hundreds of songs, yeah. like hundreds, and they're incredible. And I was prepping for the second album that was probably going to drop around spring 2024. And I was just sending my producer stuff. And the first song, I believe the first song that was done was the intro. I wrote you a song. Uh, and when I sent those songs to him, he was like, yo, I got it. He has this, like, he's like, yay, in a sense of he's really impulsive and he'll just call you. He'll yeah. call you three in the morning. His sleep schedule, like he wakes up at 3 p.m. and goes to sleep at like 6 a.m. That's crazy. Like he has the strangest, like the strangest sleep schedule ever. So he'll call you at the worst times of the night and he'll say, yo, I got it. This is what we're doing. So he calls and he's like, we're doing a mixtape. You're dropping 10 songs. It started with this, boom, 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 boom. And you're rapping. I don't want you singing. I don't want no hooks. I don't want none of that. I want you rapping. And I wrote you a song, just ended up being moved to the front because mm -hmm. how it sonically sounded. But we didn't go into it making an intro, okay. though. That's, yeah. that's so cool that you have so much faith and, like, trust in your producer. Because some artists, especially if you start making music in your bedroom and it's, like, only you and you're transitioning to yeah. collaborating with people. But, like, that's, that's sick that you guys have that much faith. Yeah. Now nah, we have a relationship and we have great chemistry. But it's, like, he's been my brother for, like, more than a decade, if yeah, I'm not okay. mistaken. I'm 24. Four, I turned 25 in a couple weeks. It's been about, yeah, it's been a decade. Um, maybe more, but definitely at, at least a decade. And the relationship to me, like, I look at the music as a business, point blank, period. I, I hate this new age. Like, you have to look at the music like a lifestyle. And you have, I hate that <laughs> shit, bro. Like, no, it is, it, is a, it is a business, yo. And it's like y'all losing the fiber. And in a business, you have a CEO, you have a CFO, you have a assistant you have an office manager you have all of these things and the music if you ask anybody or at least i won't speak for every if you ask me the music is the commodity and it's the capital it's like it's our free shipping if we're amazon mm -hmm. like it is the thing that keeps it moving but it isn't it may not be the most high ticketed item but it's the thing that keeps the engine moving it's the free shipping you know what i'm saying it's the amazon prime and in that, I doubt that Jeff Bezos is somewhere waking up every morning and, all right, I got to do this, da, da 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 No, you put people in position because that's what they do. And this is what Third does. So I have freed myself of that responsibility and of that stress to where someone who's not me and is not emotional about the music, like he can take off seven songs on an album because he's not emotional about it. He can yeah. say, yo, I don't get I don't I don't care who died that made you write this song. Nobody's <laughs> gonna like this shit. And it's like you're emotional. Yeah. You're like, no, it wasn't it wasn't just shown that I wrote to my ex-girlfriend. And I was yeah. like, no, nobody cares. If it's not good, it's not good. And I look at it like that, and I believe that that's what separates us from everybody else. And while we're going to, I believe, I have full faith that 
10 years from now, somebody's going to look back on this interview and be like, damn, they called this shit. He called it, Third called it, all of the fans that are around right now while we're starting up, they called this shit. And I believe the reason they're going to be able to say that is because I think I'm one of the few people that understand the concept of one, business, but two, of relieving yourself of certain roles and certain duties and allowing someone that's better at that thing to do it. I know that no one can rap better than me. I'm confident in that. I oh, believe if shit. you put me in a room with anybody, no bush. I believe if you put me in a room with anybody, it's going to be a long day for everybody in that room. Like, and I don't think it's an ease thing. I don't, I don't think it's a room of ease. Like, I don't think it's just going to be easy for me, but I step up to whoever is near me. If I'm around a whole bunch of whack niggas, you probably going to get a whack verse. But actually, no, that's cap. <laughs> but but if I'm a, around a bunch of whack dudes, you definitely won't get the supreme KO that you could get. Yeah. If you put me in a room with Jay-Z, Jay Electronica, and I'm sorry for all of those people that want to hate, Chance the Rapper, he's amazing. writing better than whatever rapper you can name. He's amazing. If you put me in those rooms, I know for a fact I'm rising to the occasion. So it's like, I don't need nobody to help me with that. But also know that I have the worst memory in the world. Like, you would swear I, I smoked weed. It, it's awful. It's awful. And I don't smoke. I don't, I don't do anything, bro. But my memory is so bad. So I have to put people in places that are good at these things, that can keep their brain clear, that can, like, always. Like, that's my philosophy. Yeah. I have awful, <laughs> to that, I have awful short-term memory. And I don't get how these people memorize verses that are, like, <laughs> 10 minutes long or, yeah. or like. Now, that I'm good at. Or that how, I'm good at. Or like how they write a song without writing it down. Like I have to write it down. I can't. I'm I also can't, good at that. I can't hove this. And I know. Maybe my memory is not bad. I think what you said, I think I just have a bad, you know what it is? I don't remember things that I don't care about. Yeah. That's why I need my producer. That's why I need my managers, my right hand men. Uh, like I don't remember things that I could not care less. About. The only thing that I care about is rapping and occasionally singing and some hooks. Yeah. Like, I don't care about a rollout. I don't care about a. I yeah. don't care about none That's of that. That's why you get a manager, so some, and they they handle yeah. that marketing side. And exactly. Yeah. I know 100%. you. You said that you have a lot of unreleased music. I just want to say that I know you have a um, version of your album with just Billy Blunt, Blunt producing it, and we would all love to hear that because oh, that that man's yes. crazy. That's crazy. He pulled that one out. That's crazy. That was Jesus. another one. I was I was waiting to load up. Yeah, that's the Narwar joint. Yeah, Billy, man, I'm so, I've met, I've been in a room with Billy Blunt one time since doing that project, and I always get so nervous when I, like, speak to him, because I know he want to just gut check me one time, because he's, bro, he did the entire shit, bro, like, played guitar, yeah. played strings, the keys on everything, he's, and I was just like, nah, I'm cool. <laughs> bro, he's so nice. Just, yeah. So I'm I want, sorry, Billy. Sorry, sorry. Sorry, Billy. We love you. I'll see you at <laughs> SOBs in New York. Um, so I want to touch on your family. Your brother, which I discovered through watching some interviews, is Elijah LaFleur. I didn't realize. Like, I've seen that name all yes. over my Twitter. That's awesome. Yeah. So you're, you're the middle brother. I'm the baby of two mm -hmm. brothers. But oh, I, yeah. I love the family aspect yeah. you talk in this album. And I want to say the song Check On You actually made me cry mm -hmm. because my grandmother <sighs> passed away six years ago at this point and she was mm -hmm. as you say the matriarch of my family on my mom's side mm -hmm. like ran shit and yeah. you touched on I'll, I'll spin this in a positive way but you touched on like oh she might not see who i end up marrying and might not see like all these right. big things and that shit like made yep. me tear up because i've definitely had those thoughts yep. and i know you have the mm -hmm. mindset of 
good was it good things come to an end and yeah all good things come all to good an things end. come yeah. to an end yeah. but, and but it, all bad things come to an end as well and yeah. the, the, the voicemails were just like beautiful but i want to just touch on like how important family is to you and how because i mean mm-hmm. grandmas don't maybe don't understand the rapping side of it but they understand like this is my yeah. grandson and like what he loves and then obviously your brother's right. an amazing singer yeah well what's interesting with that bro is like that's kind of what made my grandma so amazing is the fact that she, that she did understand that rapping side. Like she was probably one of my biggest fans, both of them. The gram- So my grandma that's still alive is my mom's mom. Mm-hmm. She's the voice that you hear on grandma's boy okay. on the album. That's her voice. Yeah. Um, so obviously she understands rap because she gave a verse at, the, you know what I'm saying, at the yeah. end of the album. So both of my grandmas always understood the music. Now what they don't understand is not going to school like when i dropped out that was like my dad is an educator he has his doctorates in education my mom is a lawyer and an educator she has her doctorates in law and at and education my auntie is an educator uh my auntie tasha my all three of my female cousins on my dad's side taylor Aaliyah, and johnique all teachers um my I could go on forever. Yeah. Point being, everyone in my family is either an educator or highly educated, like highly, except like my pops. I don't believe he went to college. Um, and I say pop like my grandfather, yeah. but that is, that's it. So when I dropped out, it was like this very interesting kind of dynamic, especially to drop out of high school. Dropping out of college is like, you know, a lot of yeah. people do that. Dropping out of high school is like crazy. Um, do you mind like what went into that if you are comfortable sharing that yeah of course Uh, money bro like I don't like not having money and my family always joke with people because I I tell my friends like if you think that being broke is bad try being born into wealth and then going broke like that shit is way worse like I'll go up against anybody in poverty like poverty (laughs) after not having poverty is way worse for sure um and I just wasn't interested in that shit, bro. Like, nope. It sounds yeah. funny, but I genuinely was just like, nah, I need some money. Um, and I quit school to yeah. go work full time at a marketing company. And I was, I've always been like really witty and like charismatic. So yeah. I was able to get into like off, like really office buildings, like in Florida, like an mm-hmm. office building, with nothing but professionals, college degrees, all of that shit. Um, except ironically enough, the owner was a high school dropout, but everyone else, college degrees, all of that. Uh, and I found a way to finagle my way in there. Um, just off of this, you know what I'm saying? Like saying the right things. Um, cause you're clearly, I mean, to write at this high of a level, you have to be very intelligent and like through yeah. watching interviews and just like the stuff you reference, you're clearly a highly intelligent person. So that was the other thing of what went into it. And this is also going to sound very arrogant, but I realized I didn't need to learn in school anymore. Like I probably like I probably have forgot more than most motherfuckers in college will ever learn. Like just because of growing up in a nation of Islam, it's like you're forced to learn about mm-hmm. shit. Like when the Kanye West thing was going on and it's like people talk about we need to study Jewish relations. Was, I'm like, bro, I was forced to study that shit in like sixth grade and I couldn't care less about like I knew what the ADL was long before Kyrie Irving and you know what I'm saying like long before like I've been just submerged in all of this my entire life so it was like I knew that I didn't want to do anything that required a degree so the only reason I would stay in school would be to learn 
which I do love learning, but I was I just weighed my options. I was like, wait, everything that I'm about to learn in college and the rest of my high school, I probably already have seen mm. or will see just through living life. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, this is unnecessary. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, I don't want to give my full opinion on school in here because my parents will hear it. But yeah, a lot of the stuff they mm-hmm. teach, you're like, I don't know if I'm ever going to u- utilize this. Like, I was a logistics major because I want to go into the concert side of the music industry. And I'm like, oh, there's logistics involved in concert planning. Yeah. But I was learning about like Amazon trucking and stuff that I'm never going right. to utilize. Exactly. There you go. Hey, love there my, you go. <laughs> love my college education, mom and dad, if you are listening. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Shout out mom and dad. If I could have went to college, I would have went, to be completely honest. Like, if I was rich at that age, I for sure would have went. But. Yeah. It was a great, great experience. Um, I want to talk about the line that I said before I was going to bring up because I loved it. Mm-hmm. Throw I a, forgot it already. I throw a band on her like Paul Pierce. Oh, ha! I really enjoyed that. That is one. not sports culture. That is meme culture for sure. Throw, throw I was the, wondering. Throwing, it, throwing the headband into yeah. the crowd. Bro, that's my favorite line on a project, yo. Like, I love it. You either got to have sports knowledge or supreme Twitter knowledge. And I have supreme, I have Twitter, supreme knowledge. Twitter knowledge. And sports knowledge. Yeah. I'm, I'm both. I'm a Twitter so, 24-7. Yeah, so you got it immediately. That's Very few people have gotten that, bro. Like, And I know it because nobody's tweeted it out. Like, yeah. Usually people tweet out my lines and like captions and shit. And I've seen every line from my project as a caption except that one. And I'm like, oh, damn, y'all didn't get it. That's what. Y'all that's why you come to Sound Centric. That's what we do. Yeah, I was, I was going to tweet it, but I'm like, no, what? I'm going to save for the pro- I'm gonna save for the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to bring this one up. Nah, because I'm... Crazy. Yeah. I'm a sports fanatic, like huge Philly sports, huge on movies. Yeah. So when I'm rapping and I'm referencing stuff, if someone gets it, I'm so impressed. And like I do it for myself because I think I'm so clever with shit. Like I'll be, I don't know, yeah. referencing Interstellar, the characters from Interstellar or some type of yeah. meme or like some like NBA moment from 2014. If someone's like, you just referenced Dion Waiters at the All-Star game? I'm like, yeah, I did. I'm happy. Bro, that's, that's I'm happy you heard so that. That's what I couldn't do. But if it was memed, I could do it. Like I was also, I've had a line about, you know, that, uh, that Monte Ellis video where he's on a computer and he's like, this and it's like he starts tight. I believe it's from 2K, low key, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe. But it's Monte Ellis for sure. Um, but he's like doing like this and he starts like typing on a computer. Yeah. Um, but it was memed on Twitter. So it's like that's I hope that's Monte Ellis. I'm about to sound really ignorant yeah. if it's not. And I think it is. Um Yeah. I know it is. Like, yeah. I had a line of a song that I sent to my brothers where I say, Adam's now 22, like Lena the Plug. And I'm like, my brother has to be on Twitter to understand who Adam 22 yeah, is and who yeah. Lena the Plug is, but connect that Adam is now 22 years old. Yeah, right. Facts. Yeah, yeah. Now, th- but those are my favorite lines because it's like, it's the Hove effect, like yeah. where the person that gets it, gets it. And the person that gets it later, so they're going to value it way more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's there's why- lines. That's why people love Lil oh. Wayne, and they're like, "Whoa, that's X. what Wayne meant." Yeah, yeah, that's what he meant by that. Yeah, Wayne just had one with me. Actually, I felt so ashamed of myself as a rapper. I saw people tweeting about it. They were like, "Man, y'all didn't know that Wayne went," and I was like, "Hell not!" And, and I was so ashamed. Like, that's the best part of hip hop. Is that you? It's you the never stop part, like bro. hearing parts of it. Yep, yeah, absolutely. It, it always unfolds, divulges itself more. Yeah. So this is a question that we've asked probably almost every artist because I'm so interested in the concept. 
But on Love Punch, you're rapping from the perspective of a girl and the relationship with you. And mm-hmm. I mean, I've dealt with this where you write a song about someone specific and you're like, they're going to, they might hear this song. And I know yeah, on your, right. your last album, you said you had a, you had a song where you're rapping about like a relationship. Was it cheating or something? And you're like, my girl like, didn't get that mad about hearing it. But yeah, you, like, how do you balance you want, being yeah. really personal and like giving out yeah. information about yourself and being like people in my family or people who I'm seeing friends are going to hear this and they might feel the way. Mm, truth. Again, that's one of the gifts that come from being a Muslim. Um, Cause we're just taught like truth is like the order of the day. Um, and to me, there is nothing you could do to me that God couldn't do to me. However, there's a lot of shit God could do to me that you couldn't do to me. So it's like, I would rather just be on the side of truth through everything and face whatever mortal consequences there may be, but maintain uh-huh. that goodness and that grace with God than be trying to hide and connive. So with the music, it's like, uh, yeah, like the situation is a situation. I don't know what to tell you. Now, I won't say nothing about you that may harm your career or your yeah. life. You know what I'm saying? Like anything like that. But if it's something I did, if it's something you did to me, or I mean, if it's something I did to you, then I'll be on, you know, like God yeah. already knows I did shit. You know what I'm saying? So like, what is it yeah. me saying it to you or about you? I don't care. And if it's something you did to me, I'm damn sure putting that shit out. Like, Cause you, you did like, bleep out someone's name in the album. I'm not asking you to say that name, but like, I know I did, you did bleep yeah. out some name, but on the other hand, other names you did, did say twice. or. Yeah. And it's so funny. Cause if you listen close enough, you could do. Like Narwar would definitely be able to know what name was bleeped out because it was the context more than the name. Yeah. It was the context of using the name. But I've said the name before. For for Narwar, for sure. I think he has to talk to the family and ask. Them Absolutely, questions. yeah. He talks to somebody. Yeah, you don't. You don't. So you can watch as many interviews as, as you want, but some of this stuff. I mean, it's the it's the coolest thing ever. He says to Cole, like, so yeah. you found Kendrick Lamar. Cole's like, how do how you know that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How'd you know? <laughs> that must yeah. that must give him the biggest rush every time he does that. Absolutely, yeah, has to. Be. He's he's a goat in this field. He's a goat. Him, Sean Evans is also really good at like, just finding the most random information. I do not know Sean Evans. Not gonna lie to you. That's the uh, hot I'm ones. Hot ones guy, like the chicken. Oh, ring. okay. Yeah. I do know him. Okay, yeah. cool. So now I want to kind of transition into your clothing because I know your clothing brand's a big thing. And you did say, yes. uh, I hope I can find the quote right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, can't. You said that you um you just you use startup money from the clothing. I forget which song that was. Do you know what line I'm talking yeah. about? Um, I had it written down somewhere. But tell me about your um clothing. Why that's so important to you? I can tell by the glasses you got and the hat. You got you got fashion clearly. Yeah, what? man. I used to have way more, but I hate spending my money. Um, a lot. I hate spending money, yo. Like, that's why I'm saying, like, I don't even be doing no flex and rap. Like, I rap about spending money, but, like, not in a crazy way. Yeah. Um, so my fashion really, in fact, it forces me to have even better fashion than I would because I'd be having to be, like, really niche and, like, unique yeah. with things. Like, I have these pants I'm looking at right now, actually, across the room that I got. Uh, my grand- It's my grandfather's hunting pants. 
they're these bright orange flare pants. I can picture what that you have to wear as a hunter so the other hunters can see you so they don't shoot you hunting deer. Um, And I was at his house out in the country. And I'm like, them pants look nice. Let me get those. And I'm like, I tried them on and they had, like, we call them in fashion, they're like flare pants. So they have like the, at the ends, they do like this so they can go around boots and shit. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm about to, I'm yeah. about to fuck these <laughs> up. So I asked him, could I have them? And he said, yeah, I can't wait to pull them bitches out, bro. Can't wait to pull. I'll them give you, out. I'll give you a funny story. Um, for my bar mitzvah when I was 12 years old, uh, I got Jordans, mm-hmm. these pair of infrared 11s. And I was like, these are the coolest things. And I was in a phase where I never wore my shoes. I didn't want to crease them. Like even if I had a pair mm-hmm. of Vans, like I didn't wear them because I'm like, these are so cool. I don't want to crease my. $30 pair of Vans. Yeah, so <laughs> I thought they were small me. So I knew a kid who like sold shoes one of my family friends. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, can you like sell these for me and like get me the money? And for years, I never got anything. My brother was like, whatever happened to those shoes? And I'm like, I don't know. Like I never really thought to ask for the, ask the kid. And I'm at the gym yeah. and I see the kid playing basketball and we're talking. I'm like, wait, are you wearing my Jordans right now? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to need those back. <laughs> like, what? And then, Not ask. Like six years he later, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to need those shoes back. Yeah, he would have had to taste the knuckle sandwich for sure. That's craziness. But honestly, but, they're, they're in good condition, so I don't think he ever actually wore them. I think he was like, I was looking yeah. for a pair of shoes, and I'm like, yeah, like, you can finish the game. So that I'm, day, like, right? I'm yeah. like, I'm going to need those back. Man, that's the worst luck ever, bro. Like, that's we're, we're talking like, face-to-face. I'm like, are those my shoes? And <laughs> he was like, yeah, you're right. He's probably like, damn, got caught. He definitely went home like dog. The one time I wear these bitches, I was yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, I found I found yeah. the line, but you said uh, the startup money came from clothes, so I was close enough. Yeah. And which song was it though? I'm curious. I feel like it was the first album. I was listening to it last night. I think it was that. I don't know. I wish I wrote. No. Down. Is it on this album? I know what it is. No, it's uh. Wait. Um, the startup money. Came it's from the clothes. second album. It's or I mean, it's the mixtape. It's um. It's the thing is. Okay, there we go. The thing is, startup money came from clothes, nigga. You bold. Don't start yeah. us, homie. We'll so, take it where you want. Yeah, that's the thing. When is. you got into clothing, did you get into it with like the mindset of this can help my music career, or is it just two separate passions that happen to help each other? Um, to be completely honest, fashion people are gonna get mad at me. I like clothes and I like dressing up. Couldn't care less about the fashion industry. Could not care okay. less. Um. I just like I like streetwear more than I like fashion wear. I know you mean. Um, that. Yeah, so I that's heard. what like Southside Blue Hearts was, um, and I was just like I just wanted to create a brand that kind of could exist as an arm of yeah. me um, and of my companies. And again, like I started with, my business mind is like like out of this world. You're gonna see this year just just how I'm ready. Decent shit is, yo. Um, and there's a Jay-Z line on Black Album on, you no, on Blueprint, you don't know. Um, what a song. and he says, what's the shit, uh, turn my music high. What's the shit? Something to the effect of, I'm gonna see if I can get it. Oh, that's what it was. If somebody would have told him that Hover sell clothing. Not in this lifetime. Wasn't in my right lifetime. mind. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, that's, I heard that and I said, I got it. Like, yeah, I need to create an engine. Like, I need to create multiple engines that power different things. Yeah. I don't touch my pockets, no bullshit. 
for anything. Like this power is this, and then this power is this, and then this nine to five will power this, and then yeah, this yeah. will power this. And it's like everything comes from something. I was just telling my producer, like I was he's he's um he's like a nomad kinda. I think that's the word, but like he doesn't really like he doesn't drive, he doesn't have a license. Yeah, yeah. Um he's just now using credit for the first time like late last year. Like he doesn't do anything. Yeah. Um doesn't but doesn't care to do anything. Like he could do everything if he wanted to, but doesn't care. Like he's mm-hmm. like the real Rick Rubin. Like I'm gonna start calling yeah. him the real Rick Rubin. Um but but um I was telling him like man bro you gotta get a credit card and like put all of your bills on there and I was just telling him like the freedom of not like having to go into your bank account to do things is like and I don't mean like I'm not rich, I'm not no millionaire, no billionaire, nothing yet. Coming soon, but yes, not sir. yet. But I just, all of these engines just power different things. And to that point, I was just talking about the credit card. Like, it's like, this pays my credit card monthly, and then my credit card pays for my bills monthly mm-hmm. on auto pay, rent, everything. There's not nothing that doesn't get paid with my credit card. And then I get the rewards from the credit card, which I don't know if you're in the credit, but it's like yeah. the rewards be enough to pay for your groceries. Yeah. And then, you know what I'm saying? It's like everything just has a different engine so that you don't have to touch your pockets once. And it's like my direct deposits yeah. just go into whatever account. And it's like just kind of goes on its own. So Southside Blue Hearts was that. But then I started Southside Cares as the charity branch of Southside Blue Hearts. Mm-hmm. And that's powered by Southside Blue Hearts. Yeah. And then Southside Cares, because it's a nonprofit, can do this and then that'll power you know what i'm saying so yeah. it's like just all of these branches of different things smart as hell well yeah not smart yet or it's the idea is smart but we there. still yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know what i'm saying like bringing it into fruition and shit but yeah well ko thank you so much for coming on the show i want to give you a chance to plug yourself if you want to give what your social media handles is anything concert wise oh, anything's coming up cool. Yeah, that was super. Plug crazy. yourself. Yeah, I, I was, say it every time, and no one said pause yet. But I think to it myself. Yeah, that's crazy. Plug, don't that's plug crazy. yourself. What's what's a better way to phrase <laughs> that? Could you plug your <laughs> plug your info? I don't know, plug man. It's all good. We in two thousand four. We just don't have a man. We don't got to pause no more, man. Camera not around. <laughs> well, what's your social media? But, yeah. Uh, so. I am KO. All of my socials are at KO Southside, K A Y O S O U T H S I D E. Website, KO Southside.com. Um, everything you could possibly need. If you search KO Southside, more than likely it'll come up. Um, and yeah, new mixtape out now until it's burial. It's going crazy. It broke 12,000 today. Let's actually, go. as I checked my. Yeah, it was at 10,000 yesterday. So yeah. Um, I seriously was 100 of the plus of those in this last week oh i'm i believe it i believe it no bullshit i was i can't see title but i have title and i know i'm like a thousand of titles for sure yeah. <laughs> i was running that shit up when it first dropped well if you made it to the end of the episode thank you so much you got the album of the year looking at you right now so go listen to it and Congrats. like subscribe share it to a friend put your friend will like chaos so send to your best friend send him a chaos song Absolutely. And I'm a good guy, bro. A good I'm a guy. nice guy. Your parents will like me, man. Come Send on, it to yeah. your parents. To your, He's to for your the kids. He's got I'm, charity. I'll make him smile. Definitely for the kids. <laughs> well, we'll see you guys next time. Thank you. Peace.